Nintendo Cartridge Society presents NCS Classic Edition Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Kong Quest Part 3 Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellis, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Hey, Mark, Patrick. How's it going? I'm a little frustrated. Oh, man. I'll admit I'm a little frustrated. I just want to tip this table over I and wanna... stomp around on it. That's right. I want to flip it over. <laughs> I want to call it a dumb monkey, <laughs> and I want to tell it it's bad. Boo. Boo, monkey. So we've been playing uh, Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. We just now spent the last... 90 minutes, 100 minutes, 110 minutes playing the third world creme quay of Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh, we are, we have soured on this experience. <laughs> was there anything we li- like, was there, were there any levels we liked in this world? I don't think so. So, no. I mean, for, for starters, the aesthetic for most of this is uh, like swampy and uh gross and slimy now on the uh hdtv that we are playing this on Mm -hmm. there's a swamp level where you're jumping on like read to read and it is difficult to tell obviously once you fall in to the muck you know you're not supposed to land there yeah once you've died that's obvious (laughs) but just looking at it doesn't look like it's a bog or anything no, and which is so weird because the game is so good at communicating like water elsewhere, um, that as soon as as soon as you get into the swamp world, it's like eh, eh, go ahead, <laughs> you're fine. So the levels do interesting things. Yes. Right. Yes, but but they're it's not the most fun. It's not the most fun, and they I think I mentioned this if not while we were not during the last episode, maybe while we were playing that the game has a habit of just giving you the hardest version of whatever challenge it's presenting you with almost right away that like it teaches you uh it it teaches you like how the mechanic of the level works and then gets you to the hardest possible version of that challenge before the level is over um and I, I feel like that happened in all these levels right like the the one that you were saying where you're like kind of jumping from like read to read um you have to do a lot of like bouncing off of dragonflies and like timing it so you're not getting hit by bees um and there was bramble blast in here which by all accounts is a well-regarded level and has awesome music um where it's just it's a series of being shot from barrels and like it's you're so deep into it it's all this like complex maze and it's all so hard <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, the my least favorite level by far was the one where the water's rising and there's that stupid piranha. There's just a... want to tip that piranha over and like stomp on it. Yeah, and, and call it a bad monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's, yeah, there's this level where it's another one of these vertical levels, which we were praising last time. Um, we are praising the fact they exist. Right. <laughs> I no longer think that they get a pass for merely existing. Uh, they, it's one of these where the water level keeps rising, but you can't spend any amount of time in the water, right? Like you spend a second in the water and it's and you can't kill the piranha, no. even with the, like invincibility. Yeah, power up. I tried, I tried. I, I oh how we tried. Oh how we tried. We sunk life after. Oh, 
okay. So one of the things that we did to prepare for uh, playing through this world was we went back to world one. We're like, let's farm some lives and coins and stuff. Great. We go back to world one, one. We run through it maybe five times, walk out of there with 45, 46, 47 lives, right? Which you have to because we saved and then quit. And when you come back, all your stuff is gone. This is an important thing to note. And you have to pay coins in order to fly in uh, Funky's airplane. Right. So whatever world you save in, you're stuck there until you get more coins. So that's first things first is to get out of the world two that we were in. We needed to go into a level, find two coins, go to Funky's flights, fly to world one. Maybe unless we had 15 of those bigger coins. I see what you're saying. And we may have been able to take his barrel and blast out of there. Or may- maybe what he does is he lays like a permanent path so you don't have to oh, yep. pay I it bet in the future. I... That's probably it. That's probably it. Uh, it's man. You're talking about Clubba. Yeah, Clubba. I always forget his name. Well, it's Clubba, okay? <laughs> hey, don't take out your frustration with this game on me. Who am I supposed I'm to take I'm just it out living of? in this world. <laughs> I'm just living in this Donkey Kong country. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know, Mark. We, I was having a lot of fun earlier today when we were playing this game. And I don't know that I was having the same fun. I don't know. I don't hate it. It is frustrating. I think it was more frustrating because we put a time limit on ourselves yes. to try to like um, get through it in a timely manner. And I think that, you know, we don't have the benefit of being like, okay, I'm just going to set it. I mean, we could. We could give ourselves that benefit. We have We've, not. We're though. depriving ourselves <laughs> of the benefit of just saying it down and being like, do you know what? I'm going to step away from this for a second, for a second, and then coming back to it, which often helps. Right. But, I mean, I, I would argue that, well, the, we are able to play the game that way now. If we were playing this game on the Super Nintendo, we would have one opportunity to save and walk away and come back. Sure. Although, I guess we would just spend the coin. No, but then you wouldn't have lives. <laughs> I mean, like... It's very challenging. I, yeah. I also... We're, so we're playing on the Wii U, and we're using the Wii U Pro Controller, and I do not think it's a great controller for this sort of thing. Like, it feels unwieldy. Yeah. You're holding, like, the two nubs, and your, but your thumbs are pointed inward. Like, yeah. it's just, like... Yeah, there, there, there's too much, like, extra information on that controller, and you really just want... The, the simplicity of the Super Nintendo controller. Yeah, I almost wonder if we were playing it on the just a Wii controller. Mm, yeah, or... like oh, I guess I, you would need I'm, the buttons. Yeah, well, what about like the Wii Pro controller? Yeah. Because that, that was a lot more Super Nintendo shaped, and the um, sticks are like inset, because like, the, uh, the main directional input is the, the D-pad, which is you know, kind of what we need. So there are some levels that are doing interesting things and we found frustrating. There's the level where you turn into the snake. Let's talk about the level where you turn into the snake. I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, it's like uh, it's challenging, but for me it was the right type of challenging where and you know what, we'll probably have people telling us that that level's super easy, like none of these are supposed to be challenging. Okay. Fine. Uh, if someone wants to like be like, "Oh, these guys aren't good at video games." Like whatever. Do you think you would be better at this as a child than you are now? No, I don't. I mean, I think I could have learned the levels with more patience um, than I can now. But I don't think that, like, if you were to drop uh, 
Patrick at 12 and Patrick at 34 in on these levels uh, cold, I would do better on them now than I did when I was 12. I don't have any desire to go back to any of the ones in that we just played and look for secrets. Oh, no, me neither. Me neither. I'm happy to just get through them. And when I say happy, I mean, like, filled with rage. <laughs> but the snake... Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about the snake level, because it, it was interesting and, and kind of cool. So you uh, you walk in um, to the, the ship or whatever, and there's a barrel with a snake on it. A lot of ship stuff. A lot of ship stuff, yeah. It seem, seems kind of redundant to the first world, which is all ship stuff. Um. But it, so instead of riding the snake, you become the snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, be, you are the snake. You are the. What were we saying with Snake Pass the other day? <laughs> like live by the snake, die by the snake. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's that. So you just become the snake, and it's like they designed a whole level that is supposed to be you riding the snake. But they're like, oh, you know what? The level doesn't work if you're not if you're a monkey. So just turn you into a snake. So I wonder if in the future there will be like the spider level. Yeah. Or like a, I'm already not looking forward to that where you have to make your own platforms. Oh yeah, no, it'll just, it'll be an enormous level. <laughs> There'll be no guidance. There'll be the occasional banana that leads you down a pit of spikes. Yeah, this one was fun though, right? Like it, it has the snake a, level. Yeah, yeah. It set up a lot of um, uh, a lot of puzzles. They're not puzzles, but the like platforming section that really used that uh super springy high jump that he does. So that was kind of cool. Um. Yeah, what what else was in there? Just pain. Just pain. Nothing but pain as the, far as the eye can see. The boss was a breath of relief. Yeah, the boss was pretty easy. So it this is the boss is what's his name? It's like uh, Clubber, cl- something like that. Well, it's like Clubba because he Cudgel. Looks, cudgel. Because it's Cudgel's contest. Cudgel's contest is uh where well, and again, this is us making assumptions just like last time. Cudgel's contest could be a contest hosted by Cudgel, and we're fighting not Cudgel, but someone else. Yeah. Cudgel's chosen champion. <laughs> um, yeah, that was actually a pretty easy one, where all you have to do is like avoid him jumping on the ground, because, of course, that makes the earth shake, and the monkeys don't like it when the earth shakes, and just throw barrels at him until he's dead. <laughs> throw barrels at him until he is dead. <laughs> They're TNT barrels. That's true. <laughs> so, I mean, you really think one would do it. Right, we're talking about TNT. That's explosives. I mean, but he is a pretty muscular. So he's uh, the exact exact same in appearance to Clubba, just a different color. So like, I don't know. I I feel he the the boss was easier than the rest of this world was, but he didn't make me feel better about the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, I still don't like this world. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, there was also a dark swimming level in this. Oh yeah, so it was this world where the um fish. Yeah. What are those called? An angler fish. Yeah, angler fish. Yeah, where he's got like a little bioluminescent light on the end of a little tether in yeah, front of him. Normally, it's to attract prey, but in this case, it was to light your way. <laughs> right, it's to help a monkey find yeah. his monkey friend. Um, are they monkeys or chimpanzees? I mean, and Donkey Kong is something else entirely. A gorilla. Right. And Diddy and Dixie. I, bl- I think are chimps. Chimp seems right to me. Yeah. I don't know a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like monkey is a good catch-all. We just call them all monkeys. All right. Well, 
You don't want to be that reductive? (laughs) So how do we bounce back from this, Mark? Do you think that when we approach this next time, Uh that we'll come at it with fresh eyes, we won't have been playing Donkey Kong Country all day, and we won't have like a strict time limit on us, and we'll be able to get through more than a single world at a pop. And we'll just be like, fine, that's fine. That's an ancient memory. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm expecting each world now to just be frustrating. Or to be a grind. I'm hoping they won't all be frustrating. Yeah. But I'm expecting them to be difficult. So it it's so interesting to think about, uh, like, the process of, of playing games for this, right? For, for these little play-along things is different than any other type of game playing I've done before where we're playing it for a purpose and, uh, you know, we're expressing our feelings about it immediately afterward. Um, and, you know, our feelings about uh, Other M, you know, we got, we were frustrated with the storytelling or we would you know, find some of the gameplay sections uh, like bad or, you know, not super exciting. But I don't think we ever got really frustrated in that. You know, like like frustrated and like we're getting roadblocks or anything. And ditto Zelda, right? Like Zelda had its challenging moments, but like we, you know, figured out how to power through it. Or, excuse me, or uh, you know, get a potions or any anything like that to come in prepared. And I feel like this is the first time where we're just like grinding, right? Like just trying and trying and trying and trying. You know, it makes me appreciate what it must be like to be a game reviewer for like a major publication because you, there is a hard deadline yeah. for when you have to finish this game so or any a game that you're reviewing. So anytime you come up against a level or a mechanic or anything that slows you down, that would be frustrating. And so I wonder if like sometimes... Uh, when after a, a game has come out and people are like, oh, it's not as bad as the reviewer said. Because right. they have the benefit of time versus, like the people who are playing it after release have the benefit of time versus you have to get this done on a deadline. Right. I mean, if, if I encounter a new mechanic in Breath of the Wild or a new area that's challenging to me, I can be like, oh, this is neat. I'm going to bask in this. Whereas if I had to, you know, have... Uh, 4,000 words on it by, you know, Monday, I would get stressed out by it. And even if I would normally enjoy that experience, uh, I'd probably hate it. Yeah, that makes sense. People shouldn't review games. (laughs) It sounds like. (laughs) No, it just makes me have sympathy for those people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, that's... And, you know, also just you're playing all those games in the dark and don't really have any any concept of how other people are approaching stuff. (sighs) Boy. Also, with games being what they are now, like, there could conceivably be no logical point where you're like, I've experienced the whole game. You know, like, you could put as much as humanly possible into a game. The one thing we can say about Donkey Kong Country 2 is that at some point, you could clear it all. Oh, the blessing of being linear. Yes. Blessing of being linear and having a set 102%. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. By the way, we're not doing that. <laughs> oh, never. Oh. oh. Oh, it just hurts oh. my heart thinking about it. Yeah, mine too. Our poor little hearts. 
They had such a workout. They had such a workout. Uh, anything else that we need to comment on in this chunk of this game? I hate, I hate that we've been so negative about it, but I don't know how else to do it. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing I'll say is I'm not dreading playing more. Right. I am glad we're not playing more today, though. Yes. Like, I'm ready to be like, okay, Donkey Kong, I'll see you on the flip side. And I'm glad we don't have to come back to that world. Yes. I hated that world. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so weird that they would, like, reiterate the same basic aesthetic, but, like, just put a little bit of swampiness over it. And we were saying that maybe it has something to do with uh, the fact that instead of King K. Rule, he's Captain K. Rule. So, like, maybe the entire game kind of has this nautical milieu. Milieu? Milieu? Whatever. Milieu? Milieu. There that sounds go. right. <laughs> Let's get out of here. This game is short-circuited us. So uh, we're going to skip ahead and tell you how far we get next time. It'll probably be like to the checkpoint in the next level. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then you play to that point and listen along in two weeks. Here's how far you need to play. You got two worlds in front of you for for the next two weeks. Um, Crazy Kremlin. Cra- crazy creme land creme land right <laughs> it's 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 a, like an amusement park and gloomy gulch and gloomy gulch so you need to beat creepy crow right beat the creepy crow mm-hmm. and some corporeal vultures and we'll see you in two weeks we're gonna get through this game mark <laughs> on the next episode of ncs classic What is that? Why is that a thing? How does that thematically tie into any... I mean, maybe it's a haunted pirate shirt? You're a nautical guy. You belong on the ship. like porcupines. What are you doing in here? What are porcupines doing in a beehive? Oh, I'm dead? Well, now I know that when they hit this point, it's not like... I don't think you could make it through this level on your first try. On your first try. I think there's a lot in common between the Donkey Kong Country trilogy and the Godfather trilogy. I love Sticker Brush Symphony. I would rather die than play a level that it's playing in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, those levels suck. Yeah, no good. No good. It's a creative podcast network.